All right. Good evening. We're ready to get started. We are uh, learning Kedushin Daf Pei Aleph, and we are starting seven lines or so from the top of Pei Aleph, Amit Aleph. Tonight, we're going to have a shear, and tomorrow morning, we'll have a shear at about 7.10. That will be the last blot of the Masechta. On Shabbos, we're going to be learning uh, Baba Kama Daf Beis at 2.50 p.m. We're in a new Masechta. And tomorrow night, of course, if you didn't sign up, you're missing out. Um, a whole bunch of sponsors. A uh, special thank you to all of those people. We'll mention them then. Let's get started. Pay Aleph Amad Aleph, seven lines down. Says the Gemara, if you're ready for a, a good start of Musser, yo, Mark, back right corner. Stop talking. <laughs> Says the Gemara, Rav Virav Yehuda. Remember who we're talking about? Rav was one of the greatest and earliest of the Amorite. Rav Virav Yehuda, Habu Ka'azle Ba'urcha. They were walking on the path. They went for a walk. Habu Ka'azle, he itza kamaihu. And there was a woman that was standing in front of them, walking in front of them. Omar le Rav le Rav Yehuda. Rav says to Rav Yehuda, Dal karech mekame Gehenim. Move your feet to get away from Gehenim. The Rishonim explain, this is Yichud. Two men, one woman. That's a big problem. Omar le, wait one second. But Rav, says Rav Yehuda, you told me that if they're Ksherim, that if the men are Ksherim, then it's not Yichud in, the, in a case like this. He says, and skip a couple of words here, Omar Lei, what? Kigon Ana Ve'at? Rav says to Rav Yehuda, you think me and you are Ksherim? We're Prutzim. Okay? That puts all of us in bad in a bad strait. Ella Kigon Mai, who then are the people who really are the Ksherim? So says the Gemara, Kigon Rav Hanina Bar Papi V'chaverov. These are the people who are the Heiligayidin, who are really Ksherim. They were really, but everybody else is Prutzim. I think I can comfortably say we're all Prutzim, which also means halacha that when it comes even to a scenario of one woman and two men, even though the Mishnah says that's Mutter, that's only true by Ksherim. But by people like us, the Prutzim, therefore it's still going to be Yichud. Stark, no? It's a good start to the daf tonight. Amar Rav, Rav says, Malkin al Yichud. There are Malkos in regards to Yichud, but the Ain Osrin al Hayichud. But we don't have a case scenario where we asser the wife to the husband because of the Yichud that she was in. Remnants of Masecha Sota. So we know that she was in Yichud, but we don't say that it's as if she slept with someone to the point that Asr Labal Asr Labo. We don't say that. She gets Malkos, but she doesn't have an Isra on her husband. That's only true when he was alone with a woman who was single. That's when we say that there is going to be Malkin ala Yichud. But when we're talking about a married woman, we will not give out Malkos in that case. Why would we not give out Malkos when the woman is married? Says the Gemara, When you're single, the risk is lower. She doesn't have kids yet. We don't have to worry about people saying mamzerus. But when you're a married woman and somebody says you're b'yichud, and then you have a baby nine months later, people might say the kid's a mamzer. So therefore, we don't even give the malkos. Marzutra argues, third of the way down, Marzutra says, no, malki umachris. Yes, we give the malkos, even to the HS ish, but we're machris, we make an announcement as to what happened. What do we? What does this mean? So Rashi helps us. Rashi is twelve lines down. Rashi says, 
We're giving her Malkos, not because of Znus. We're giving her a Malkos because of Yichud. And that's why the Gemara says we should still punish her. We should still give the Yichud. Just say that she didn't do she didn't do znus. Only all she did was yichud. Why don't you do that? If it's possible to be machriz to say what it's for, so that no one will have any rumors about her children, do it. Says the Gemara. Uh, you know the good piece of lashon hara. You will only tell the first half of it. Did you hear? that so-and-so got Malkos for Yichud, and you leave out the part of the story that it wasn't for Znus, it was only for Yichud. So therefore, he says, no Malkos at all for a married woman. Omar Rav, Rav says, Malkin al lo tova hashmua. We get Malkos for things that are not good. What does this mean? Rashi, 15 lines down, Dibramastil al lo tova hashmua, mishayotze kol alav shu over averos Malkinoso. This is an iser. The fact that you're known as a person who does Averas, you are Chayev Malkos for that. Unbelievable. Says the Gemara, how do we know? The Pasuk says, Albanai, don't do this, my sons. A language of love. Don't do this, my sons. Don't do Averas. Because the rumors aren't good. The language of Albanai is a language of love. When people know you to be an Avarian, they know that you're a Balavera, you get Malkos for that. Marzutra, when he would give these Malkos, Osivla Afsira, he would put like, like the reins of an animal on, on top of him, Al Kasva in his shoulders, Umakrile Al Banai. And he would say, Don't do this, don't do this. You should not be doing this behavior. You need to be a Frumayid, you can't be doing Averas. All right, let's get into some of the very halachalamaisa exclusions to Yichud. We know that Yichud has some exceptions to the rule. What are they? The Gemara says, eight lines or so before the wide lines, middle of the page, if a woman is alone with a man, but her husband is in the city, no problem. If my wife is working from home and uh, there's someone working on the house, in the house, and it's just the two of them, that's not the Yisra of Yichud if, I, if, I'm in, if I'm in town, because I could come home at any point. Says the Gemara, Amar Av Yosef, Pesach, Pasuach, Lershus HaRabim, Ein Choshishin Mishum Yichud. That if you have a door open to the public, the halacha is, that's also not Yichud. So I'll tell you what this does not mean. This does not mean if your door is open, but you're upstairs in a bedroom. No, that's Yichud. That's Nisr Doraisa. That's totally not allowed. What we mean by that is that you're able to be seen by the Rishus HaRabim. So in scenarios that I've been in where someone's in my house, I open all the windows in the front of my house and I sit there. That's Pesach Pasuach Rishus HaRabim. That's a heter. Your door just being open a crack is not a Turan Yichud. You're totally still alone. And the average person doesn't walk into your house. Let's continue. When it comes to Pesach Pasuach Rishus HaRabim, Ein Choshishin Mishum Yichud. The Gemara tells a story. Rabbi Iqbal the Bay of Yosef. Rabbi went to the home of Rabbi Yosef. Basar the Karach Rifta. After they broke bread, after they had a meal, Omar Lahu Shkulu Darga Mituse Bibi. Don't let there even be a ladder. Don't even let there be access from Bibi to my wife. Says the Gemara. I. Why would that be? Who cares? If Bibi has access to the wife, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. 
The husband is in the same house. The Gemara says, because shiny Rabibi, this is such an important yesod in the world of Hilchos Yichud. Shiny Rabibi, the Shushvinte Havoy, the Gaisabe. Rabibi knew Rav Yosef's wife. They grew up together in whatever school they went to as little kids. They were in Cheder together, wherever. They knew each other and they had a kesher. This is a din halachalamaisa. If you work in an office with a woman who you're not married to, but you work with her daily, the poskim say she is what we call libo gaspa. You have a stronger relationship with her. May not be inappropriate, but the mitzvah of the fact that you see her every day means you're more bonded. Therefore, the rules of yichud are more stark. They're more strict. They're not regular hilchos yichud of you and someone you don't know. That's libo gaspa. And Rabibi knew Rav Yosef's wife, libo gaspa. The rules were more strict. Rabbi Friedman put out a kuntras. We have it over there. The halachos of Yichud. You should read it, especially for the workplace. Very, very important piece of work. The Gemara gives a case scenario. Last of the short lines. Uh, the last two lines of the short lines. Omer of Kahana. Anashimi bachutz. If there's two rooms. The men are in the outer room. The nashimi bifnim. And women are in the innermost room. So, ein choshishin mishum Yichud. No problem at all. But, if and the only way that they can get out is is if they have to walk through the outer room that has women in that room. That's approach number one. However, the Brisa quotes this the opposite way. We see this reversed. So the Gemara says, I'm going to be makbid on both cases. A very uncommon practice to just straight up be makbid. But what are we dealing with? We're dealing with yichud. We have to be extremely careful about these things. And therefore, he was makbid on both. Rava, uh, excuse me, Abaye Dyer Gulfi. Abaye, whenever there was a shear that was given for both men and women, he would put uh, something in between them. He would put like... Uh, Little things of pottery as like the mechitza, so that if anybody bumped into it, it would make a lot of noise and draw a lot of attention. Everyone would know that you went to go talk to the lady's side. Unacceptable. So Galfi, he would put up these kinds of dividers that were made out of pottery. Rava Dairkana, he would put reeds there. The leaves would rustle if you would get near them. Also an indicator that you're moving too close to the mechitza. Amar Abaye Sakva Deshata, the most dangerous time of the year as it relates to, to Isuri Avera and Yichud. Rigla, it's Yantif. It's a little bit of a more levity time. People are more likely to misbehave. Think Simchas Torah, the chaos of Simchas Torah. All of a sudden, you're talking to someone at length that maybe you shouldn't be talking to. The Gemara says that by them, Sakva Deshata, the most dangerous time of year, was the Regal was Yantif. How amazing is it that on the night that we're doing Mishmar Le'artseinu, the Gemara speaks about a case of Shibuyim, speaks about a case of people who were, who were captives, that were just redeemed. Unbelievable. Says the Gemara, And you know what they did with these people? They had just gotten out of where they were. They put them in the house of Rav Amram Chasida, but they were women. So the Gemara says, Ashkulu darga They were put up in the attic in a private space for them to be on their own. And while they were up there at night, while they were sleeping, he took the ladder away. Ashkulu darga He took away the ladder so that he would remove his own Yetzirah 
from being tempted to go schmooze with them and possibly be involved in an Avera. We're talking about Rav Amram Chasida. His last name is Chasida. This is a chash of a yid. Don't ever let yourself be fooled that you're above these things. No one is above these things. We have to be super makbid. Look at what happened to Rav Amram, Amram Chasida. Ashkulu dargami kamaihu. He took away the ladder. As one of them was walking upstairs, there was a little bit of a, an opening in the floor. There was a, a, a beacon of light that shone on one of the women's faces. Instantly, Yetzir Hara kicks in. Rav Amram picks up the ladder, but there was something unique about this ladder. It was a ladder. Ten people couldn't even pick up the ladder. All of a sudden, with the Yetzir this guy bench pressing far more than his norm. Picks up the ladder, puts it in place. Dalia Lefude picked it up by himself. Salik Ve'ozel, he starts climbing up the ladder to be with these women. He gets halfway up the ladder and the Gemara says, two-thirds of the way down, Ifshach. He planted his feet, shoulder width apart, and he stands there and he starts to think. Halfway up the ladder. Ramakala, he raised his voice and said, Nura Be'amram. There's the fire in the house of Amram. Famous story. Where one of the Amorayim says, there's a fire in my house. Says the Gemara, Asu Rabban, and oh my gosh, there's a fire. Everybody runs in with buckets of water. They're ready to take care of, care of him. And they see that Rabban Amram says he's standing on a ladder and there's no fire. So Amrulay, they said, you're an embarrassment. What is going on here? Amar Lehu, says Rabban Amram Chasida, Mutav, it's better. Tichzufu, be Amram, be Alma Hadain. I'd rather be an embarrassment in this world. The lengths to which we go to avoid an Avera, he calls out, fire, fire, fire. Somebody please come help me. And he called it out. Says the Gemara, Ashbe'e, the Yinpakmine. He and the Yetzirah had a little bit of a conversation. He convinced the Yetzirah to leave him. And says the Gemara, When the Yetzirah left of Amram Chasida's body, it did so as a pillar of flame. You can imagine the imagery. These people are not, we're nowhere near these people. And we're the, we're, we're the motivated crew. Look around you. We're the motivated crew. We're nowhere near these people. A flame of fire exited his body. Omar Leib. Rav Amram Chasida says, Chazi de'at nura ve'ona bisra. You're fire and I'm flesh. Ve'ona adif minach. I'm better than you. Says Rav Amram Chasida because he beat his Yetzir Harav. Rav Meir hava mislotes over Avera. Rav Meir, the great Tana. He used to, what is wrong with you crazy people who do Averas? You're messed up in the head. Who in their right mind would ever do an Avera? So the Gemara says, Yomachad, one day, the Eitzahara shows up as a beautiful woman on the other side of the river. There was no bridge. There was no way for him to get across the river. So Nokat Mitzra, the Ka'avar, he took a rope and he started uh, pulling himself across the river with a rope. Kimata Palga Mitzra, Shavke. When he was halfway through the river, Shavke, the Eitzahara left him and then he realized what he was doing. He was standing halfway in a river, sopping wet to get across the river to violate Navir. But when the Yetzirah disappeared, he saw how crazy he looked. Omar, the Yetzirah says to Rav Meir, If not for the fact that up in heaven they say about you, We 
the negative angels cannot touch Rav Meir and his Torah. I would have turned you into two cheap coins. Nothing. I would have turned you into a shmata. Don't be so quick to judge people who do Averis, Rav Meir. You have a Yetzir Hara too. And similarly, three-fourths of the way down, 11, 12 lines from the bottom. Rabbi Akiva, have a mitzlotzitz, but over Avera. Rabbi Akiva too, he's like, I don't understand. How could you do an Avera? How could you do that? The Gemara tells a story about him too. Yom Achad, one day, There's a, the, the Satan framed himself, created an image of himself as a woman in the top uh, at the top of a tree, something along those lines. Nakte ladikla v'kasalik v'azil. So, yeah, no problem. Guy starts climbing the tree. No problem. This is Rabbi Akiva. Okay? In his frum mode, he's chasing this woman now. Do you see the common denominator of all three of these? When did they have their moment of reflection? Halfway on the way to the Avera. There's got to be something going on here. Our brains have a check-in when we're about to do something wrong. There is a moment of return in the midst of a Yetzirah to say, wait, this is not a good idea. And I think we're all somewhat familiar with these moments of clarity. Whatever the Avera may be, it could be simple, it could be great. But there's a moment of clarity, a flashpoint of, wait one second, I should not be doing this. The Tanoim tapped in and capitalized. So that's a Musar for us as well. What happened to uh, Rabbi Akiva in this case? Says the Gemara, Omar. Uh, halfway up the tree, Shavke. His Yetzirah left him and then he saw how crazy he was. Rabbi Akiva himself. How crazy it was. Omar, he loved the Mikhrizay Birakiya. If not for the fact that in the heavens they say about you, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva be careful. Nobody touch Rabbi Akiva in his Torah. Says the Gemara, Shavise Lidmachtartemai. I would have diminished you down to a couple of pennies. You would have been worthless, like any other person. No big deal. The Yetzirah can beat anyone. Famous Mishnah Perkyavos. Al Tamin Baatzmachad Yomoska. Do not trust yourself. It, anyone can fail. It doesn't matter who we are. We can all fail. That's why we have to learn. It says the Gemara. Plimo. Plimo is also a Tana. The Gemara says, Every day to be mechazek himself. He would say, Put an arrow in the eye of the Satan. Uh-oh. What's coming now? One day, five lines from the bottom. Male Yoma it was Arab Yom Kippur, a mitzvah to eat. Kol ha-mis'ane b'chikilu, mis'ane, kol ha-ochel b'chikilu, mis'ane b'chikilu, asiri, mitzvah d'oraisa to eat. Says the Gemara, Eid milei ke'anya. He showed up like a poor person at the door of Plimo. Asakara abava, he knocks on the door. Plimo, I'm an oni, please help me. Afiku le rifta, no problem. Here you go, here's a, here's a loaf of bread. Amar le yoma ki ha'idna. A day like today, everybody's inside sitting at the table eating. You've left me outside sitting on the chair outside your house. It's not right. Bring me inside. So he does. Plimu responds in kind. I lay the kribule rift up. You're right. Come in. Come into my house and have bread. So he's sitting on uh, on the couch in the in the dining room while the family eats. And and the Yetzirah, again, framed as an uni, says as follows. Amar lay. Yoma Kiidna, a day like today, Arab Yom Kippur, Kule Alma Ataka, the Anilichudai. Everybody in your family sitting at the table. You've got me sitting in the kitchen. Bring me into the dining room with everybody else. Says the Gemara. Plimo responds in kind. He says, Asyuhu Osvuhu Ataka. 
You're right, hundred percent. Come take a seat. You're right. I should have put you there in the first place. Have a yossi. All of a sudden, his body gets covered in boils. Gross, disgusting presentation. He was doing things that were inappropriate, that were disgusting, things that were just gross. And he said, Plimo says to the Etahara, Tiv Shapir, sit nicely in the home that I grew up in with two Southern parents. Put your left elbow in your lap and eat your soup with your right hand. No plastic bottles on the table. Tiv Shapir, sit like a mensch. What's wrong with you? Stop being weird at the table. You're my guest. You're a poor person. Be normal. Uh, this is Musser. So Plimu says to Yitzhar, Amar Habuli Kasa. Can you do me a favor? The poor guy says to Plimo, give me a cup of wine. He says, we're going to go to the to the mission on the top of Pei Beis. One more big amud. We've got enough time till Myrib. Yavulei Kasa gave him a cup of wine. Ichmar, the poor person coughs. Shadabekicho, and he spits phlegm into the cup. Nachrubei. Plimo, he calls him, come on, what are you doing? You're in my house. Act normal. Shaka umis, the guy dies in his house. Again, it's the Yetzirah looking like an ani. The guy kicks. He drops to the ground. And then, Shamu dahabu ka'amre, Plimu katal gabra, Plimu katal gabra. Word spreads like wildfire. Plimu killed one of his guests. Sure enough, there's seemingly a dead man lying on his dining room floor. So what did Plimu do? Araki ran away. Tasha nafshe bebe he ran into a place, a bathroom. He ran away to try to hide. And then Ozel Basre, the Yetzirah, followed him yet again. And Nafal Kamein fell again and tried to pretend like he was dying yet again. When the Yetzirah saw that Plimo was really suffering, Galilei Nafshe, the Yetzirah revealed himself properly to Plimo to show that all of this whole episode was a test. Amar my time at Amris Hachi, why do you use this language of gira be'ene de satan, of putting an arrow in my eye? So Plimo's like, I, I, that's what I thought you should do. What would be the right thing to say? Says the Gemara, and let us take a lesson from here. Amarle, le'mamar, what you should say to a Baruch Hu is rachmana ligar be'ede satan. Please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, fight the satan. We say this in Hinani. We have this language already in certain places. We should implement it throughout our lives. Next, first of the long lines. Pay Aleph Amid Beis. Rebchia Barashi have a rogil. Rebchia Barashi had made a custom. Kol idan dehava nafa leape. Whenever he was going to say nefila sapayim tachanun, Omar he would add in harachamon yatzilenu miyetzer hara. We should add that harachamon into benching. <laughs> That's beautiful. We actually do say it in the mornings. Um, there we also talk about the Yisrael. Yom Achad, one, one day the Gemara says that while he was davening, while Rav Chia Barashi was davening at home, he was saying tachanun, and he davened of yatzileinu miyetzer And shamatinu debisu, his wife, his wife heard him davening to have a to save him from the Yetzahara. Amra, she said to herself, Michti, that's odd. My husband has withheld himself from me for years, meaning they hadn't had Tashmash Amita in a long time. My husband has a Yetzahara? I had no idea. I thought he was above all things physical. I had no idea. So says the Gemara. My time, 
why is it that uh, he said that? So says the Gemara, Yomachada, one day, have a kagaris beginte. He was learning in uh, his his yard in the back. He's got a nice little uh, got a nice little chair sitting under an umbrella, sitting and learning. The Gemara says, Kashta Nafsha, she dressed herself up in her finest garments, Khalfa Vitanya Kame. She crossed over him, meaning she walked back and forth past him to catch his attention, wearing makeup, put on her finest outfit. Amar lay, Amar la, the husband says to the wife, Man at, who are you? Huh? Yeah. Kashta uh, is, is Kishutim. Is that correct? Rashi says both. Rashi says that she wore a tachshitim and uh, the summer. Either way, for whatever reason, did he did he smell her or did he see her? He said manat and Amra ana charusa. She was a zona. This this woman charusa was a zona. wasn't his wife. It's another woman who happened to be a zona. She said, "I am charusa." She was seeing if her husband had a tahara. And Dahadri Mioma, I just got back. I was out of town. I just got back. And Tava, Neba, this great, great person, decided to be Tovea Charusa, really his wife, but who he thought was Charusa for Tash Mishamita. Amr she said to him, Before that, you have to go get me a Rimon from the tree. You have to go uh, go up on the tree and pluck a Rimon. Shavar, he jumped up. Ozal Aisinele, no problem. Got jumped up and got the. Uh, he went from learning a daf gemara to being tovea zona in one second. The etzahara is very powerful. We have to be more strategic, says the gemara. What? Okay, so says the gemara. Ki Later he went inside, and then the gemara says, "Have a kashagra debisu tenura." His wife was warming up the oven. She had put in wood at the bottom. She lit the fire. Things were heating up. He was so upset at himself that he went and sat in the oven himself. Says the Gemara, Amar lay my high. What? What's the deal? Why are you sitting in an oven? Amar la I did something wrong. I was toveya charusa the zona. Amar lay. She said no. Ana havoi. That was me. That wasn't her. Says the Gemara, Lo Ashkach, but he didn't even believe her. He thought she was just calming him down. Can you imagine the dynamic here? He goes in and says, I was just with a Zona. She said, No, no, it was me. He said, I don't believe you. I think it was the Zona. She says, No, no, it was me until Adiyavala Simone. Horrendously complicated dialogue emotionally. Nevertheless, Amarla, he said to her, Ana Mihali Isura Ichavne. Maybe in the end, I didn't do anything wrong because you're my wife. But my ritzonos were wrong. I had, had kavana to do an Avera. And says the Gemara, Kol shel oso By the way, this is a guy who didn't do an Avera, but wanted to. For the rest of his life, Hayamisana, he would fast regularly. Until he died from fasting. Where do we see precedence from this? A third of the way down to Tanya. What is going on, going on over here where, where a woman gets slicha? Says the Gemara, What was the Pasuk talking about? A woman made a nedr to become a nazira. 
Her husband heard about it, and within the appropriate time frame, he's mefer her nether. She said she wants to be a Nazira. She's no longer a Nazira, except for one thing. She did not know that her husband was mefer. And then what did she do? She drank a barrel of wine when she thought she was a Nazira. She was wrong. She wasn't a Nazira, but she thought she was. And what did the Pasuk say? She needs slicha. So we see that if really you didn't do an Avera, but you thought you did, you still need slicha. So Rebchia Barashi, even though he really slept with his wife, Afal Pikain, he was miskaven Avera. So Itaka did need slicha. The Gemara continues a third of the way down. Rabbi Akiva, every time Rabbi Akiva would get to this Pasuk, he would cry. Omar, he would say, If a person had intended to eat Basar Chazir, and he ended up eating the Basar of a Tzle, the flesh of a kosher animal, a sheep or a goat, and there, Amra Torah, if that's true, that even when you're not doing anything wrong, but you only intended to do something wrong, but you didn't. There you need slicha. If you need slicha for intent, how much more so do you need slicha for actually doing something wrong? It's a big problem. We have a similar marimako. Similarly, the Pasuk there says the same thing. He did not know. He did something wrong. He still carries the sin. Similarly, with the same svaro. A man had intended on eating something usher, fats that were usher. And he ended up eating something mutter. There you're still a sinner. So then, same exact thing with a different puzzle. What does he say about this pasuk? This is where people should have very heavy feelings because we do things that are actually wrong. We intend to do things wrong and we do things wrong. And if we need kapara for when we intend to do things wrong and don't even do things wrong, all the more so for when we do things wrong. At the two dots halfway down, 12 minutes, and uh, still got a, a thick half an hour to go. Let's go. A man is allowed to be in Yichud with his mother. So, a man is allowed to be in Yichud with his sister. And he can even live in the same house as his mother and with his daughter. Shmuel said, wait one second, I disagree. No yichud with anyone you're not allowed to sleep with. No yichud. That's what the Gemara says. Says the Gemara, wait one second. It's not. What about the Mishnah? You're not allowed to sleep with them. So how can you tell me that you're you're you have to be usher from everyone? You, we, the Mishnah says openly to you have to do Shmuel. For sure, Shmuel is wrong. Can't be your usher from everyone. Says the Gemara, Amar Lach Shmuel, almost two thirds of the way down. According to your question, we have a problem with another thing. Hadatanya, the Brisa writes, You can only be alone with your sister, with your mother-in-law, and with any of the Arouse with Edith. What does that imply? 
Be'edim in, but shalom be'edim lo. When do we say you can be alone with your sister? When do we say you can be alone with a, with your mother-in-law, with whoever, with your, your mother, anybody? That's with Edim. But without Edim, it seems from Shmuel there will be an Isra Yichud. Ella, it must be that there are two different shitas Tanoihi. The Tanya, the Brysa writes, Amar Rab Meir, Hizarubi Mipnei Biti. This is crazy town. Rab Meir says, don't let me be alone with my daughter. Save me from my daughter-in-law. More understandable than a daughter, but nevertheless true. Somebody laughed at him and said, what are you talking about? Your daughter-in-law? You're worried about that relationship? Says the Gemara. It wasn't that long after that student made that comment. And then he slipped up and slept with his mother-in-law. Uh, be careful. The Yetzirah is stark. We need to make sure that we are in charge. The same language that we saw on the earlier page. What was the language? You're, I don't remember in Hebrew. You're fire and I am flesh and I beat you. Let's continue. Says the Gemara. And the Torah from the Gemara, it seems to be that one cannot be alone even with an animal because the Pasuk says that there's an Isser of Revia. There's an Isser of bestiality. So then there should be an Isser Yichud. Who cares if it's an Eishas Ish or if it's an animal? Until this daf, most of us would never have thought of that. But Lamaisa, when you think about it halachically, yeah, there should be the same restrictions. Abaye Michlele Nikula Dabra. When he was outside, he would clear the animal of the field of all the animals. He'd make sure the, the animals were outside the border. He went to go see Rav Kahana by the opening of the river. He saw him. He was sitting there learning a daf Gemara, and there was an animal sitting right next to him. So he says to him, Don't you hold the Isra of Yichud applies with the Behema as well? Says the Gemara, I was engrossed in my learning. We should be so stark. We didn't even see that there was a cow sitting next to you. Unbelievable. Says the Gemara, you're 100% right. I didn't see. From the conclusion of the Gemara, it seems you're not allowed to be alone with an animal. I'm just quoting. I'm not a Shulchan Aruch. I'm not a Posek. That's what it seems from the Gemara. There is no Yisr Yichud. You can be alone with because they are competitors. Because Two co-wives because they are competitors. In Isha a woman and the man's mother-in-law, those two people also are competitors. No Isr Yichud. In Isha Baila, with a woman and the daughter of the husband. In Isha Tambia, with a woman and a daughter who knows about Bia, who knows what it is. Even though Ve'ain Moseris even though she would never let herself do that. Let's say she's uh, in the tween, young teen age. She may know that there's a thing of intimacy. She may know about it, but she's not drawn into it yet. At the two dots, we had said Higdilu, that once someone gets old enough that a, a father cannot uh, sleep unclothed uh, with a child, not in an intimate way, not in a sexual way, but they can't even share a bed anymore. They have to wear clothes now. The comma, what's the age? This is a machlokas, two versions. Version number one, 10, 12 lines from the bottom, Mamar Avada Bar Ava, uh, Bar Rav Aza, for a girl, it's nine years in a day. Tinok for boys, Ben not that way. Tinokes, Tinok, Ben, Ben, It's not regular rules of 
for example, when Tashma Shemitah is valid. It's just once they're of a certain developmental age. In both cases, when we say that there's a restriction, it's only when their bodies are starting to develop, says the Gemara. When a woman begins to grow breasts, and when there's when there starts to be some pubic hair, some sayar, that's what we're talking about. That's when the kiru buster is no longer acceptable. He's adding in another parameter. When do we say kiru buster is allowed? When the child is clueless. They still walk around the house without clothes on. They don't even realize that there's anything wrong with it. Totally clueless. But but once a girl's brain turns from I'm a little girl and I'm willing to walk around unclothed with my family to I'm only going to walk around clothed, then usher. There is an age where this happens, where young girls will go from I'll change in front of you to I will only change in my door with the door locked while I'm in the closet with the lights on. And it's a very sharp transition. So the Gemara says that age is the age where there's a, a hecker of what's going on. That's the age where we should qualify. My taima. Why is it that we use this age? It means that Yetzer Albisha, she's beginning to realize that her body is not just body, but it's also representative of something more intimate. Rav Achabar Abba, six, seven lines from the bottom of the page, Ikla went to the home of the son-in-law. He saw that he took his granddaughter, and he had his daughter under a blanket. They were cuddling under a blanket. Grandfather and a granddaughter. She was already married off. What are you doing? She's already married off. She's a rios to you twice over. Says Gemara, you are incorrect. He said, you misunderstood. This marriage is a sham. She's too young. Why are they not married? You cannot marry off your daughter. She needs to be able to verbalize and say, I want to marry that person. And if she can't say that, even though the father is the sole person responsible for marrying her off, it doesn't matter. It needs to be the case that she can verbalize, I want to marry this person. You also violated that. doesn't matter. You're the grandfather. You still can't you sit under the blanket with your daughter. You can't be mishtamish with an isha. And with this shita, we will close. I hold like the, another shita of Shmuel to Omar. Shmuel, he says, It depends what's going on. What does it mean, the shame shamayim? Rashi explains in full. Oh, it's only two lines. We have time. Rashi says, Top of paid ishus. I'm not sitting with my granddaughter for Isha's purposes, just so that she feels close to me. To my daughter, my daughter should know that I love her child, my grandchild. And therefore, when I'm nice to my granddaughter, then my daughter knows how much I love even my daughter. The generations have turned a little bit. Our brains are different. We'll stop right here tomorrow morning at about 710. We'll learn the last blot in Maseches Kedushin and Seder Moed. Wishing you all a beautiful night.